Are you fed up of always using the same words when you talk about strategy? Maybe it's define a strategy or create a strategy. And you can hear other people talking about things and using different words. And you're like, oh, I, I, I want to use those words. I, I want to you know, vary the vocabulary that I'm using a little bit. Because look, you've got to have your basic set of vocabulary, but it can get a little bit boring, right? Maybe you just want to, I don't know, learn something new. So that is what we're going to do today. We are going to look at vocabulary around strategies, some common collocations, some verbs that are often thrown around in there. And I think this is really relevant, well, obviously because it's the start of the year. Maybe you've already been thinking about strategy last year, but you know, people are thinking about strategies for this month, this year, the next five years. So this is a really important discussion that often happens that you might be involved in maybe now or, or in the future. So that is what is on the agenda today. And don't forget to stay until the end where I'm going to give you a word structure or a phrase that hardly anybody uses, but everybody should. And welcome to Anna Wichuen's Business English Podcast. This podcast is designed for professionals who don't want to keep relying on their boss anymore to speak English for them. You don't want to get that awful feeling in your stomach just before you give a presentation. You want to feel like, okay, I, I did a good job. It wasn't too bad. You just don't want it to be a big deal. You want English to work for you. You want to feel like you're doing yourself justice, that you use good vocabulary, that you express yourself better than you used to. Well, every week for 20 minutes, I'm going to give you my best tips, advice and guidance as an expert business English coach to help you have career freedom, the ability to choose what you want to do, not think, mm, I don't know if I should go for that job because I don't think my English is good enough. Or I really want to do that job, but I just don't think right now I, I, I would be able to do it with the, with the communication skills that I have in English right now. Or maybe somebody's actually even given you feedback and they've said, you need to improve your communication in English if you want to get the promotion. That's a lot of pressure. But if that is what you want to do, then I am here to help you with this podcast every week where I focus on lots of different topics to do with business English. Now, before we move on, I want to mention a lovely review that I got on Apple Podcasts from Marie. You said, hi, Anne. Well, first of all, it's five stars. Thank you very much. You said, hi, Anne. I just got the chance to listen to your podcast and really enjoyed the way that you talk and explain words and expressions. I'm going to try hard to catch up with all the episodes I've missed and recommend to people who like to boost their English, especially British and Australian English, as they are basically similar to join your podcasts. Wish you the best, Marie. Thank you very much, Marie. And for recommending it. And listen, if you love the podcast, I would be very grateful if you could recommend it to your colleagues, to the people that you work with, if you feel that they would find it useful as well. And if you want to support the podcast, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts is a fantastic way to do it or giving it a like on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's also available on Google Podcasts and iVox and lots of other ones. But wherever you listen to your podcast, it's really, really great if you can give it a bit of a boost, give it a review, give it a rating. And that really, really helps 
get it out there. So thank you so much, Marie. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget that there is a podcast newsletter. This may be the first episode you listen to. Maybe you've been listening to this podcast for a while. Every week I release a newsletter after the episode, which includes all the tips in a nice little summary for you to help you consolidate and also remember what I've talked about in the podcast. If you want to get the newsletter, you need to sign up. I only send it to people that are on my newsletter list, essentially. And if you want to get it, don't miss out on any more. The link is in the description box. Right, let's get on with it. Let's try and broaden our vocabulary around strategies. And I think, you know, everybody's talking about strategies and coming up with new strategies and implementing a strategy. And I guess there's different phases, right? You come in the phase where you're coming up with a strategy. This is a phrasal verb that you you may already know, but honestly, people don't use this phrasal verb enough to come up with a strategy, to develop a strategy, to create a strategy, to produce a strategy is essentially what we're saying there. And it can take a while, right, to come up with a strategy, especially in this day and age. Having a long-term strategy can be a little bit difficult. Don't really know what's happening, what's going to be going on. It's very volatile. Things are changing all the time. And long-term strategies are difficult. And, you know, there's lots of things, places and organizations and companies that change strategies all the time. They're always thinking of a new strategy oh, now it's this and now it's this and, and, and whatever. But good strategy is, is great. It keeps everybody aligned. It keeps everybody focused on something. So if people can get behind a strategy, then, then great. So you'll notice here, I mean, obviously the word strategy is, is the main piece of vocabulary if we're going to be talking about strategy. But be careful here that you don't say estrategy. Estrategy is my best Spanish speaker impression. It doesn't start with an E, so stop pronouncing the E. Strategy. Strategy. In the episode before New Year, I was talking about pronunciation, and it's the same thing. You need to elongate the S sound in order to help you get rid of that E sound. Strategy. Long-term strategy, short-term strategy, mid-term strategy, not middle-term strategy. Hear that one sometimes? I mean, look, I understand what you're saying, but it's not the correct correct way that we we say it midterm strategy strategic is the adjective and another common term that we can throw around here is strategic planning some common verbs to have a strategy to review a strategy to define a strategy to outline a strategy that's also very common to come up with a strategy as i said before to draw up a strategy. If you come up with a strategy, it takes time, it takes deliberation, it takes discussion. People within your organization, maybe even people with outside your organization. So coming up with a strategy is, is creating it. Once you've got that idea, then you need to draw up the strategy. Nice little phrasal verb there. What does it mean? Well, basically, it's literally like getting it down on paper, putting it in writing, quite literally drawing up a strategy, putting it in a Word document, putting it in a document that can be shared with the company, with the organization, whoever. Okay, because obviously most companies like to have a strategy that's written down, otherwise it's completely up in the air, right? 
But I guess if you're a small business owner or you have a small company, you might not have one of those big fancy documents that's like, oh, 2035 strategy or whatever. It might be just a, a simple document that you have, but most people have it written down, right? Maybe you've even got your own personal strategy, but we'll, we'll focus today on, on company level. So drop a strategy to get it down in writing. You've come up with this strategy, you've got the idea, you've got what you're going ahead with. Now we need to draw it up, put it in writing, get it down, get it out there so that people can read it, get on board with it, comment on it, feedback on it, whatever. Well, hopefully by that stage, I guess you've already done the consultations, but still, I mean, people always want to add their opinions and, and, and points of view. And what is your personal opinion, interestingly, about strategy? I mean, I'm not an expert in any way in, in terms of strategy, but I always used to remember that when I worked in the UK, I used to work in the health service and the health service in the UK is kind of known for always having new strategies. Okay. So you worked there for a few years. They're like, oh, this is the strategy. Oh, now it's this. And, and now it's this. And, and now it's the other one. And it's really hard to get behind it. So to get behind something is to support it. I didn't actually plan to say that, but it, it comes out quite naturally in this conversation to get behind a strategy. It was kind of hard because everything was always chopping and changing and there'd always be some kind of new direction or, or, or new focus. And I used to find that a little bit demotivating, really. It's like, what am I working towards? Am I working towards this or that? Or in a few years, are you going to change it? And then we're going to be doing something else. Because for me, strategy is like longer term and trying to get everybody focused on the same thing. So everybody's on the same page. So we know where we're going. And also just to get a bit excited about it, like to get people interested and engaged in what they're doing. And I always used to feel like they just changed it too much. And then it just left you feeling like, what's the point? Well, maybe not that extreme, but you know what I mean. Maybe you don't have the same opinion as me. Maybe you've had always had great experiences with strategies in your different company. And you know what? This is actually a question that I always ask people when I first start working with them is, what is the strategy of your company? What is the strategy of your business? It's a good question to be able to answer in English. Because if you're going to networking events or whatever, people will ask you about your company and where you work. And of course, you don't want to sound like you've just read something off the website, but it can't be quite a good thing to practice how to say what your business is about, what the strategy is, where it's going, what its vision is. Let's focus on some more verbs then. And I'm really going to specialize in, in verbs today and, and focus on those. I mean, you probably know the classics to define a strategy, to outline a strategy, to identify a strategy. Remember, it's identify like ojo, not identify, which is quite a common little pronunciation mistake. Establish a strategy, for example. And a really nice little swap that you can do for establish, and this is something not a lot of people use, but it's great, is to set out a strategy. It has exactly the same meaning. It's a phrasal verb, but it means the same thing to establish something, to set it out. Another one along the same lines as that is to lay out a strategy. Perhaps maybe a closer translation there would be exponer. Be careful with that verb though, because a lot of people think expose, which is a verb in English, but expose is like reveal. Their secrets were exposed or the fraud in the company was exposed. It doesn't mean to show or demonstrate something. So just be a little bit careful with that one. Sometimes people tend to use that. And it, it does sound a bit confusing because we use it in such a different context. 
that it can sound a little bit strange if you use it meaning show, demonstrate, or, you know, lay something out. We need to expose our strategy. Well, that's like we need to reveal it. So I'm kind of a bit confused if you say that. I also think it's worth touching on the verb plan, which is a very simple verb, but a lot of people make mistakes with this one. So planificar, planear, in Spanish, of course. And it's not planificar or planify or anything of those. It's to plan. And the noun would be planning. Planning is really important. But actually, this is a really good moment to bring up a video that I watched a while back on YouTube. There's this really, really fantastic video by a guy called Roger Martin, and he talks about strategic planning. And basically what his case is, is that this term strategic planning doesn't really actually have any basis at all. One thing is a strategy and another thing is planning, but they're not one and the same thing. So he kind of argues the case that a lot of people, when they talk about they've got a strategy, whatever, actually really what they have is a plan or a list of things that they have to do, which is not really a strategy. And he describes it really well, you know, about strategy, that it's about being on a playing field. And and your strategy is how do we position ourselves on the playing field to give ourselves the best chance to win? It's really, really interesting. I'm going to link it actually in the in the description box below so you can go and have a look at it. He uses a really good example of an airline in the US as a way to show you the difference between strategy and, and, you know, planning, which actually a lot of people fall into the trap, he says, about thinking what they're doing is a strategy, but actually... It's, it's a plan. So well worth the watch. Really, really love that video. Honestly, just to, to add on to that, there are so many things that you can watch on YouTube, short videos by business leaders. There's tons of stuff out there. I really like the Harvard Business Review, which is where this video was from. There's also another couple of speakers that I really like. Simon Sinek is one of them. And they talk about lots of different things in a business context. And I'm so big about that, you already know. But you've got to be listening to stuff that's talking about business because they are going to bring up the words that you're more likely to hear in real life. They're going to be discussing the topics that might actually come up when you're in a meeting or come up in conversations when you're talking to your colleagues. So ditch the Netflix or ditch the Netflix in order to learn things for business English and try and maybe swap it for something like that if you're looking for some extra things that you want to do. A final few verbs that we use to talk about strategy as well. Maybe you want to test out your strategy, see how it works. And there's quite a few phrasal verbs like this, like test out, where, you know, test out is test. We add the preposition, but doesn't really change the meaning. There are a few phrasal verbs that are like that in English where we add a preposition, but it doesn't really change the meaning like clean and, and clean up. You know, it's, it's kind of the same thing. And actually, this is interesting because in the video with, with Roger Martin, he also talks about this and he's like, you know, planning is really comfortable, which is why it's really, we kind of tend to gravitate towards planning because we're like, okay, we know what we need to do. We know if we can do it or not. We know how many resources we have. It's our comfort zone. But strategy, on the other hand, is like, okay, we think this is going to work, but we can't be 100% sure. So you kind of have to go out on a bit of a limb and it produces a little bit more anxiety because you don't know if it's going to work or not. 
Before we move on to our last section, let me just do a quick roundup of some of the things I've talked about then today, just to go over that again. So we come up with a strategy, which means to create or produce one. We can draw up a strategy, which is taking the conversations, the discussions and putting it down on paper, quite literally putting it down on paper, but you know, not writing it, obviously putting it down on paper, getting a document together and, and having that as something that everybody agrees on and everybody is on board with. Another nice phrase when we're talking about strategy, you've got to try and get everybody on board and you've got to try and get people behind the strategy. That's a nice one that I used today a couple of times, actually, to get behind a campaign, a strategy, an idea to support it. You want everybody to support it so that it can it can work. If everybody's not on the same page, it's going to be very difficult to execute the strategy that you have. Along the same lines as come up with, you can set out your strategy, you can lay out your strategy for the company, you can also test it out. A lot of strategies are moving things, they're changing as things are going along, but really it is a bit of a gamble, right? Having a strategy, you're not necessarily sure if it's going to work or not. So you might want to test it out and and make changes as you go along. Now let's wrap it up with a word structure or phrase that hardly anybody uses, but everybody should. And I wanted to keep with the theme of the discussion today. So this actually came up in a discussion with a client and it's come up a couple of times actually. So I thought this is the perfect moment to share it. Now this is a phrasal verb and it's another way to say approve. You're probably familiar with that verb, I I imagine so. And it's fine. It does what it says on the tin. There's absolutely nothing wrong with the, the, the verb approve. To be approved, approval would be the noun. But there is another way that we can say this, and this is very commonplace as well at work, and that's to sign off on something. So once you've had the discussion about the strategy and then, you know, this is what we're going to do and this is what we're thinking about, then it needs to get sign off from the board members and they need to be on board with it, right? They need to get behind this this new strategy. Notice there how I actually use the noun version, which is sign off. And we probably say to get sign off on something. And maybe you've got a document, for example, and you might want to ask one of your colleagues, has anybody signed off on this? As in, has anybody approved this? Can we go ahead? Has that been confirmed? Or maybe somebody might tell you, we need to get sign-off on this, meaning we need to get approval before we go ahead. Now, yes, I know what you're thinking. It is a little bit wordy. We've got a lot of elements there, but to sign off on, try and give that a whirl next time rather than using the verb approve. It's a nice little simple swap that you can do. Give it a go. You also now know what it means if somebody says it to you. So sign off on something, which is the verb version and also to get sign off. Same thing as approve and approval. All right, let's wrap it up there then. I really hope that you enjoyed that episode. It was it was great to talk about it and I I really enjoyed that. Definitely sign up to the newsletter if you want to get a list, a nice little list of all the vocabulary I've used today to talk about strategy. I'm going to be putting it in the newsletter that I'm going to be sending this Friday, the 20th of January at 10 a.m. The link is in the description box, so make sure you sign up if you want to get this week's one. 
And also make sure you listen to the video that I referenced in this episode. It's a nice little compliment to what we've been talking about. And I think you'll find it really interesting. I did, but I think you'll find it interesting as well. Thank you so much for listening as always. And I'll speak to you again next week. Bye-bye.